You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. And uh, before we get to um, the football, I should tell you, France, huh? Advancing at the World Cup, beating England. Look at that. You know, I try to get into the World Cup by putting money on a couple of teams. Spain, was it Denmark? I think I put money on Denmark. I don't know. They're long gone. But I took, I think it was the last time I was on the air. Maybe it was a couple of weeks before that. I can't remember. But I took suggestions from people, and all those suggestions were wrong. I don't think a single, I don't even know who's left. I know France obviously is. But I don't think a single person suggested France because they had that big injury before the tournament. We figured, oh, it's going to set them back. But somebody did say about England, and I even I know, even with my basic, not even basic knowledge, my... Uh, pedestrian knowledge in uh in soccer that no you don't bet on it and think about england like this is their thing like soccer is their thing and the world cup is the thing and they always they never get there they never get there god it's got to feel like a massive failure you imagine living with that failure where look we have our teams and they fail all the time sports is a miserable existence because more times than not you're going to fail but that's like, you know, only you only get a chance every four years. You know, we talk about the Yankee or Met failures. They get another chance next spring. It, 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 like we're, oh, my God, the Yankees didn't win a World Series. Haven't won a World Series since 2009. Find out, when, was it, when did England last win the World Cup? I, I know it's longer than 2009. Find that out for me, guys. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, that has to feel like a massive, woof. It's going to take you a while to get over that one going to take you a while to get over that one for sure and look i love the world cup semifinals because uh that tells me it's almost over 1966 oh my god it's even longer ago than that i wasn't even alive and i've lived a very long time i'm a very old man that's that's gotta that's just gonna hang there for you oh what a miserable existence that's gonna be england out of the world cup they are out right it's in the knockout stage i'm pretty sure they're out I don't know that much about it, but yeah, I, yeah. yeah, they're out. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no take backs. You, you lose, you're out, you're done. It would be like soccer though to have a knockout round and they don't, you don't actually get knocked out. Oh, there's more time we found. Oh, look at that surprise! Uh, all right, let's get to the actual football. Jets, Buffalo this week. Giants home for the Eagles. And I guess the first question is, you know, we're, we're talking about, uh, man, I can't wait until we have important December football games. We've waited so long to have important December football games. Are we going to win any of the important December football games? Is that too much to ask? you got the Jets going to Buffalo. Are they going to beat the Bills? Can the Giants even really hang with arguably the best team in the NFL, right? at least in terms of the best record? They're 11-1 on the season. Giants haven't even won a division game yet. But let's start with the Jets because, you know, despite the line, I, I think that's going to be the more competitive game. Uh, and I'm not going to – I don't want to give away the pick segment because that's not until six. But – Nine and a half, with the Jet defense being what it is, seems like an awful lot. So a lot of the conversation this week has still kind of focused in on the quarterback spot and Mike White after the the performance he put up against the Vikings last week. And and look, last week in the first half, I felt like Mike White looked a little like Zach Wilson, a little errant with throws, seemed a little unsure of himself. But unlike Zach Wilson, what happened from that point forward? Second half of the game, he got locked in. Now, unfortunately, you were, you were down by too much to come back, even though you had multiple opportunities. And it does feel like, you know, 
if the Jets end up missing the playoffs this year, boy, will you look back, you'd have to think on that Viking game and think to yourself, oh, man, that was a golden opportunity. We had, t- we had chance after chance after chance. The Vikings were handing you that game, and uh, you were not able to take it. So, obviously, Mike White is the starter again this week. And to me, this is the last week where uh, Mike White can lose the job anytime soon. Like, if you're Zach Wilson and you have any lucky rabbit's feet or uh, any uh, voodoo dolls that you, you can go to, to to get your starting job back, because if Mike White goes out there and he plays well against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo in December, well, clearly he's staying. He, he's, he's the guy you're riding, and you're probably riding him almost um, no matter what. If he plays just simply okay, he's going to keep the job. And even I think if he plays poorly, I think he can withstand one bad performance because even with one bad performance, it would feel like it's not just about the coach deciding to change the quarterback's back or the GM deciding to change the quarterback's back. It would be you'd have to convince the team that Wilson is the better option. And you take a look at the way guys have reacted to Mike White. And look, maybe part of it is uh, his, his performance on the field. But it feels like they genuinely like Mike, uh, Mike White. And it feels like that they just genuinely uh, do not vibe with Zach Wilson. So to me, it's more than convincing the coach or, or the GM. It's convincing the team. And, and even if it were just simply to convince the organization, it's kind of hard to have any faith in an organization who's gotten it wrong with Wilson every step of the way. Like they picked, it seems like, unless something really unforeseen happens, it seems like they picked the wrong guy. It just, it just comes down to that. But the, the mistakes didn't end there. I think we can all say now, Zach Wilson, maybe it would not have been salvageable no matter what, but he should not have been starting right away. He was not prepared to be starting right away last year. That was a mistake. And it was clear pretty early on. And I get it. When you take a quarterback that high, you want to get him in there, let him go through the bumps, let him get the the learning pains out of the way. But that was clear. That did not uh, help him in any way. They didn't have a veteran quarterback for him to kind of rely on uh, you thought going into this year, they were telling you, oh, no, he's going to be better this year. He's, he's, he's moved in the right direction. And to go from it never even crossing your mind during the Patriots game to pull him to the following week, pulling him uh, before the game even starts, not even in the game, when the Patriots game, it was right there for the taking. Uh, and that's another one that you might think back. I don't think it will be as much as the Viking game, but it definitely feels like that was another one that if, you know, sliding door kind of moment, if you had decided to pull him at some point in that game, get Mike White in there, get some energy, that game was right there for the taking, and um, it, you weren't able to take it. So if it does not mean that the Jets blew it with Wilson, here's the thing. If it does mean that they blew it and that this is kind of the end of the road, which it feels like it, I mean, like, paint me the picture. Give me the scenario where you go back to, to Zach Wilson at this point. Your, your playoffs are bust this year. It's almost impossible to give me a scenario where uh, you, you think to yourself, well, you know what gives us the best chance to win right now? Putting Zach Wilson back in there. It's, it's almost impossible to come up with that scenario. Okay, let's go after the season. You make the playoffs, you're going to go back to it? It seems hard to believe that. You miss the playoffs. That doesn't all of a sudden make Zach Wilson look better if they miss the playoffs. So I just don't know uh, how you can really ever kind of, I think that door has kind of closed. And if it has closed, two things. 
for the second overall pick, 20 games in to be closing the door already on him, you know, generally busted quarterback picks, a lot of times the team really didn't have another option, right? Like you look at the, like the big uh, quarterback busts of all time. It's generally teams that are terrible. They need a quarterback. That quarterback's available. They take that quarterback. Ryan Leaf, right? You, you, the, the Chargers take Ryan Leaf. The next quarterback in that draft was Charlie Batch, right? I mean, you're not going to wait. If there's a quarterback there, you're sitting at two. You're going to take the other guy. Jamarcus Russell, the next quarterback taken was Brady Quinn. Tim Couch, that was a good one because the, 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 the Browns clearly screwed that up because Donovan McNabb was the next pick. But generally, you know, you don't have another real good option. You want a quarterback, you need a quarterback, you take a quarterback. With the Jets, they did have other options at quarterback, and it seems like they kind of screwed that up there, and it's much more like the Tim Couch draft than the Ryan Leaf or the Jamarcus Russell. And the other thing that, that makes it kind of uh, stand out is, even with Wilson being as shaky as he was, the Jets were winning games, and they still felt like they had to move off. You know, usually you, you, you draft a quarterback that high, you're going to give them you know, a couple of years and you're in a far worse situation. If you're winning games, you can kind of allow it to, to give it more time. The Jets felt pressured for whatever, you know, I think that they, they looked at it. We haven't made the playoffs in forever. We have a chance to make the playoffs here. We have to make a, cha- we have to make a change to secure our spot to, to make the playoffs this year. So um, it's, it, to me, it's kind of hard to envision Mike White playing poorly enough because I think he has more of a leash than he had last year. So it, it's kind of hard to envision going back to Wilson with you still having meaningful games left. Now, if it turns out that the Jets, you know, lose tomorrow, uh, lose one of these games that you don't expect them to lose, and now, you know, the last couple of weeks of the season, they're not going to, it's clear they're not going to be making the playoffs. Well, then maybe you say to yourself, okay. Or if Mike White were to have a couple of bad games in a row, then maybe you could foresee a scenario. All right, he goes to Buffalo and he has a sim- maybe not four interceptions, but another bad game like he had last year. And then the following week, who do they have? The Jaguars the following week? I don't remember who the Jets have after that. Is it the Lions? Whatever it is. You know, if he were to have a couple of bad games in a row where you're like, you know what? We made this move to win now and we're not winning now. At least we can go back to the other guy and maybe it can kind of get us back on track. Uh, it's just kind of hard to, I think they have the Lions the next week. Yeah, Lions, Jaguars. Yes, correct. Okay, so um, it's just very hard to find that scenario where you think to yourself, you know what gives us the best chance to win? Turning back to Zach Wilson. And it's again, in some scenarios, it's just convincing the coach. It's just convincing the GM. With the Jets, it feels like you have to convince the, the team itself because look at the way they reacted to Zach Wilson on the field and look at the way that they're reacting to Mike White. You know, they're wearing Mike White t-shirts. They're, you know, they're, they're all about Mike White. And, it, and it's hard not to view that at least in some way as, yes, they really like Mike White, but it's kind of hard not to view that as they don't like Zach Wilson. All right, 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Uh, go up to Artie is in Brooklyn. Artie, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. Hey, Gordon, thanks for taking the call, man. You know, going up and down with this quarterback situation is like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I can't argue. They, they had to go to White, and I can't argue. He played great. Okay? I mean, they, they were right there. Barrios has that touchdown. All we're talking about is White. And not, I wouldn't even bring up Zach Wilson, you know, if they won that Viking game. But 
I don't think they go to back to Zach Wilson, even if he throws four picks against Buffalo. I agree. They need to, they need to win. They, have, they need to be eliminated. You told me the scenario. They either need, need to be eliminated or they need uh, an injury to get Zach Wilson. But saying that, I know you're, the producer um, took the call. He's just had it with him. And I'm saying if Zach Wilson gets back on the field, and I'm not saying he's going to play like Rodgers, but then he starts playing like we drafted him in the second pick. He starts showing more of what he showed in that fourth quarter in Pittsburgh. Because, you know what, they, he played lousy in New England. It was a, a half. Like, I know net two yards. In those, he threw a ball nine times in the second half. One of them was a, a, a dart. Like, his inconsistency is what it is. Like, he's 50%. He makes 50% great throws, and he makes 50% horrible throws. He could have been picked. But you still only had him for 20 games. Yep. You're going to give up on this kid now? I don't get it. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, Artie, and it, it, it's very unusual, and thanks for the phone call. Uh, you're right, right? Giving up 20 games in on a guy you drafted second overall seems preposterous, especially when the team this year is winning, uh, and he has had some individual performances that are not as terrible as the, the New England games. But again, paint me the scenario where you can go back to him now. Paint me the scenario... You go to Buffalo, right? Let's say the Jets, well, they win the game. It's not even a question. Throw that out. Jets lose the game by 10, 27 to 17. Uh, White's not great, but he's not terrible. Now you're telling me before the Lion game, you're going to switch back to Wilson? Because again, there has to be something that gets the, the team and the organization to have confidence in Wilson again. It can't just be that Mike White is bad, or if it is that Mike White is so bad, how bad does he have to be where you think, you know what, who gives us the best chance? The guy we pulled before we played the Bears. Again, I get what you're saying, but paint me the scenario where Wilson can get back in there because I don't see it. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number coming up. We'll get more of your phone calls on the Jets. We'll look at the Giants because a lot has changed for them in the last couple of weeks as well and a big game against the Eagles on Sunday. It's all coming up. Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. We've got to pick ourselves up a little bit on the NFL picks. Uh, I will say this, not being on the last couple of weeks, not being able to broadcast my picks out on oh, uh, the, uh, the open airwaves, uh, probably saved a lot of people money because they have not been good. But this is the week we turn it around. This is the week, week 14. This, I told you, this is the week where people make their move, teams make their move. I'm going to start making my move. Back up the standings. But let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone. You know, I think after their playing careers are over, Mike White and Zach Wilson should work out a deal like um, Bill Buckner and Mookie Wilson did back in. I mean, those two guys should have a reality show because people love getting into Mike White and uh, Zach Wilson. It's the the NFL's odd couple. Let's go to Lewis. Lewis is in the car. Lewis, what's going on, pal? Hey, what's going on, Gordon? Um, the producer already told me he don't agree with my opinion, but that's okay. Now, that's who cares fine. about him? Who needs that's him anyway? <laughs> no, I, 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 like I do. Like I told him, a lot of people not going to agree with me. But first and foremost, Zach Wilson, like you said, should have never started when they, they drafted him. 
They should have had somebody in place that develops quarterback because you don't have anybody to develop him, first and foremost. The other thing I want to say is, if you say you're going to stick with Mike White, we know what Mike White's ceiling is, right? He can't move like Zach Wilson can move. So trying to say you go, not, I'm not talking about this season. I'm talking about in the future. So you're saying basically what they, the Jets is doing is they sacrificing their future to worry about making the playoffs this year. And that's what they did when they drafted Zach Wilson in the first place, when they saw him, because they're thinking he's going to take it to the playoffs. The Jets got to stop thinking about trying to make the playoffs and start thinking about making a team, making a strong team. That's the problem. I, I'm, to think about it, when was the last offensive head coach that the Jets had? They had Rex Ryan, Todd Bowles, Salah. They don't, have, they don't pick guys that, that develop the offense. And then you wonder why you guys don't score. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm a Giants fan, but I just want to say this. If the Jets think that they're going to go further with Mike White than they will with Jack Wilson, they're they fooling themselves, man. Because Mike White is not the answer for the franchise. He's good for right now, but he's not no franchise quarterback. And everybody knows that. Well, look, here, Lewis, and I appreciate the phone call. And I, I think I generally agree with you. And, and as I mentioned before, the, the last couple of weeks, there's been like this separation that we all are kind of in agreement that Mike White gives the Jets the best chance to win now. But there's a subset of that group who thinks that Mike White is this franchise quarterback. And we know that already. I'm not in that group. I'm in the first group. I think he gives you your best chance to win right now. Uh, and we'll find out. It's possible he is. I mean, God, sometimes guys develop weird. They have weird stories. They're backup quarterbacks for a while. You know, the Rich Gannons of the world, Geno Smith. What's more an unlikely story than Geno Smith? So maybe Mike White does turn out to... I haven't seen enough of that yet to make that declaration. And we'll, I still have four more games to kind of make up my mind about that. Or the Jets have to make up their mind about that uh, to see moving forward. But I think right now, Mike White gives them the best chance to win. And I would just say this, you said, we know what Mike White ceiling is. We don't, we don't, we'll find that out. We've got to give them a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a chance here. Uh, and in terms of developing Zach Wilson, they've tried to do that. They've done everything that they, they, they took him the second pick in the draft. They brought in his quarterback coach. They tried to surround him with weapons on offense. They put money and resources into the offensive line. And it kind of looks like it did, um, you know, last year for, for most of it. Now, the team's better this year. The team around it, the defense, has gone from the worst in the sport to one of the better ones in the sport. And the, the addition of Garrett Wilson has certainly helped. And, the, the, you know, Brees Hall when he was here. And the running game, that has helped. But if you, th- if you watch Zach Wilson and you didn't know he was the second pick in the draft... I don't know that you'd be saying, you know what? We got to get that guy back. We got to stick with this guy. We got to find it. Maybe they're just not able to find it. And part of that's on the Jets, right? Maybe they picked the wrong guy. But I think that part of that is on, on uh, on, on Wilson as well. You know, sometimes it takes guys longer to figure it out, and they don't figure it out in this first spot that they they went to. Uh, Let's go out to Theo is in Beth uh, Beth Page. Theo, next up on 98.7. Gordon, how you doing? Thank you very much for taking my call. Thanks, Theo. Uh, listen, I mimic exactly what Lewis just said, and I want to okay. add a couple of things. Okay. Now, um, Zach Wilson clearly has uh, a physical uh, uh, attributes that Mike White does not Absolutely. have. Absolutely, that I would you agree, have with. To yes. agree with me. Yes. The that, only it, thing I yeah. want to say, the only thing I want to say is, I did not have any expectations to make playoffs. I'm extremely happy with the trajectory of the team. And it's not Zach Wilson's play that's the problem. The kid, he's just, uh, uh, he's arrogant at the wrong time in his career. All right? And I'm confident 
that that kid sitting on the bench this year and listening to some of the veterans, he's going to get it, okay? Because that kid clearly has a higher ceiling than Mike White. Thank you very much, and have a great holiday. All right, Theo. Thank you. Look, in terms of physical abilities, I don't really think most people could argue that, that he does have a higher ceiling. The problem is he has a much lower floor, and I think you've seen that in games. Um, And I do think that there, you know, as fans, we see what happens on the field. We don't see what happens away from the field. But just judging it by the reaction of the players, like the players when Zach Wilson was in there and is misfiring, they are they are visibly showing their frustration at Wilson. What do you think they're doing behind the scenes? You think, you think they're just keeping it to themselves then? No, they're probably, you know, ticked off on them there as well. So I think some stuff is is happening, you know, just the the relationship between the quarterback and and the players themselves. And when and when Mike White got in there, look at how they were I, it was like they were free. They were finally free to get out there and play and You've seen the results here the last couple of weeks. You've seen the the last couple of weeks. Rob is in Manhattan. Rob, you're next up on 98.7 FM. Hey, Gavin, love your show. Really enjoy it. Gordon, but that's okay. I've been called worse. Gordon, Gavin. But I I do want to ask you, and be honest with me, how many full jet games have you watched this year? Every single game this year. Every, every single, single game, game this year. Every, you every single game. I have two TVs in my man cave. My wife, she's beautiful. She's fantastic. She's gotten them now on the wall, <laughs> so I can watch them on the wall instead of one on the on the ground and one on the t- on okay. the counter. I, I've I watched every single Jet sure. and Giant game this year, at least uh, okay. one time. I, I, was, I was just making sure because yep. you said a few things like how the team is not that much different, that the offensive line is completely different this year. And you're looking at two or three major injuries off of last year. And I will say the other thing that you said was that, look, it's over for, for Wilson. And, and I've got to be honest, like, very disappointed. The guy can't make a flat pass. He, and, and I love how the team responds to Mike White. I love it. I love seeing those shirts. But at the end of the day, this kid has played 20 games. Look at Geno Smith this year, right? You look, he's in the league 10 years. You're looking at a guy who's played 20 games. So I'm not saying, and, I, and I, he might be arrogant, but there's no doubt the guy has the physical abilities. And if he can mature, grow, I'm not saying it's next year, but maybe it's the year after. This guy has legitimate talent to be, you know, a, 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 a top 10 uh, quarterback. And if you look at any team, it'd be great for the Jets. And this is where I disagreed with your producer. He said if the Jets don't make a playoff, it's it's not a good team. Let's go back to August or whenever, and I know this season was all about Wilson, but the Jets and the four picks they had in the first round all seemed like studs. This guy is building a great roster. Like, I am happy, and as a longtime Jet fan, happy about the direction, but you need a quarterback if you want to go past the first round in the playoffs. And – I don't think anyone knows yet. And the only disagreement I have with you is the fact that you said this guy's season's he's done. He's this guy. Well, I, I'm not saying he's so, definitely done. I'm just saying, Rob, and thanks no, for the phone said, call. You said, paint you me said, the picture. You said it's over. You said it's no. You, I didn't say you, it's definitely. Over. I would think it's over. Yes, I think it's over for him here. Um, now again. And and the way I get there, and, and as I said to the caller before, I get that you're saying it's only 20 games. I get you're saying he's a second overall pick, and that's a very fast hook on somebody. 
but paint me the picture where you can get him back in there. That's why I think it's over. Now, maybe the Jets handle it a different way. They've said they're going to get him back in there here this year. I find that very hard to believe. But paint me the scenario where you can go back to Zach Wilson and all of a sudden things are going to be hunky-dory. And Rob said a lot of things, you know, about Geno Smith. Oh, it's only 20 games for Zach. For, for Geno, it's been 10 years. You're going to give him 10 years? <laughs> you know, you're just going to wait around until it, it finally clicks? And here's the thing. There are guys drafted every single year that are high picks and quarterbacks, other positions, and it never clicks. The hit, the hit rate, even in the first round, might only be, what, 50%, probably even lower than that. So I get what you're saying. Oh, you know, it's just, you just need to give him time, and it, he's going to figure it out. Some guys never figure it out. Some people in life, it's, it's abundantly obvious what they need to do to change their situation, and they don't do it. So I don't think that you can say it's just a matter of time before he figures it out because he has all these physical tools. Guys that get drafted in the first round, they all got physical tools. They all have physical tools. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Coming up, more of your phone calls. Jets bills. We'll get into Giants Eagles. Lots to do as we take you up until 7. 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. You want people to lose their mind. You put Zach Wilson back in games, the Jets lose. Oh, people will lose their minds. I'll tell you that much right now. And that's the thing. If, if, if Robert Sala, all of us are the Jets organization, all of a sudden said, you know what? We're going back to Zach Wilson. And they went out and lost the game. And, and, and Wilson struggled. It really at any point. You know the fans would be on him. And the first three and out, they would be booing. They would be booing him. And, um, and, and booing the team. And if they went out and then lost, and, and Zach Wilson was one of the reasons why, forget about the fans turning up. If, if they go back to Wilson, and Wilson's bad, fans will blame Wilson, yes. But they'll also be, be blaming the head coach. And it's not just the fans blaming the head coach. The team will be blaming the head coach. I think that's one of the reasons why. How else do you go from the head coach saying, the furthest thing from my mind was a quarterback change to the next week changing the quarterback. It's because the team kind of let the message be known, we got we to gotta go to the other guy. Give us the other guy. We need the other guy. And the other guy is going to get the run here. There's no other way about it. Uh, and the other guy, of course, is uh, Mike White. All right, let's go back uh, to the phones here. 1-800-919-3776. Jason is in uh, PA. Jason, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. Hey, Gordon, uh, long-suffering Jets fan uh, from Brooklyn, and I'm in PA now. But um, I think as long as Zach is on the roster, he's still got a shot to be QB of the future. I can't stand the reactionary Jets fans that are killing Zach three weeks, four weeks after he had his worst game ever. Uh, He hasn't played in three weeks, so let's root for Mike White. I'm rooting hard for Mike, but I'm also rooting for Zach. It only behooves the Jets if he gets better. What are we going to get for him in a trade if you're going to keep him inactive? The guy's got talent. I'm not saying that, you know, he's looked great, but Mike White's had four or five starts. Already we've got him in the Jets' ring of honor. I I just need to see more from both of them. I don't want to make a, a franchise decision based on the sample size from either one of them. So I say – let the best man win, but we don't got to run Zach out of town, do we? 
Uh, well, no, I don't think run him out of town, Jason. Uh, but again, like, how are you going to go back to him at this point when the reason why you're starting Mike White is not even, I think, that you that the team thinks that Mike White is this long-term solution. It's just that he's their best option now. What do you think they're going to do when they have more options in the offseason or free agency and trades and everything else? You, you think that they're going to come back to the decision? Ah, you know, we've got to give Zach a, a, another shot. Well, Mike I guess White's it's possible. I just don't see it. Mike White's also a free agent, so yeah. that's gonna, every game he plays well, he's, his price is going up. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Garoppolo now, is, is he, he's coming off a broken ankle. Do you want to pursue that? I don't want to trade for Aaron Rodgers. I, I, want, I want us to go with what we got and see what, what we got. And, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I, I really don't – I think a game manager is fine. So, if you want to make – if you want to turn Zach into a game manager, that's okay with me. Uh, I think he needs a little bit of coaching, get his head right, and you know he's not going to be—he's going to be worthless if we don't do anything to help him. Yeah, I get it, Jason, and and you're right. And and look, I see the the other point. Thanks for the phone call. I, I see the other point, right? That the people are saying he's the second overall pick. You just drafted him 20 games ago. You can't give up on him this quickly. All I'm saying is, okay, well, paint me the scenario where how do you think that this plays out? I think we are all in agreement as long as White plays well this year, you're going to stick with White. Uh, even if he plays poorly for a game, I think he's still going to have more of a leash than that. I think he's going to get the next three games here at the very least, and then you see where you're at. If you're in the playoff mix, you're going to stick with what you got. If you're out of the playoffs, okay, well then get Wilson back in there. But it's not like you think that Wilson gives you the best chance. It's just you feel like, hey, he's the second pick. We're going to give him another shot to see if he can kind of pick things up. And then when you get to the offseason, you have this team – that has come together very quickly, a defense that is is a playoff defense right now, an offense that has weapons. You'll be getting Brees Hall back. Now that you have all these options in the offseason, you, you think that that's the time where you'll go back to the guy that you already, um, you know, turned away from in the second overall pick when you have more options than you have right now? I, I, again, paint me the scenario. Show me, make it make sense to me. Make it make sense to me. And it's all well and good to say, oh, they just got to coach him up. They've been doing that. They've been trying that. Clearly, it's not, uh, it's not working, right? It's not working. Buddha is in the Bronx. Buddha, what's going on, my pal? Hey, Gavin, Gordon. Whatever my no, name. Whatever I've been called a lot worse. Sometimes in my own house, Buddha. <laughs> oh my God! Between that and that kid, that kid, that kid. Listen, man. KC the Sunshine Band. They had a nice song back in the days. Refers to Zach Wilson. Give it up, baby. <laughs> give it up, I mean, Zach Wilson. Can we talk about the actual players that are going to be on the field and the actual game? I mean, I know it's been hard to be a Jets fan, but at some point we got to be from a strength-based perspective. You understand what I'm saying? This game is very, very important. And I don't want to hear about how Buffalo has got their mojo back and all that other nonsense. Listen, their defense is front-loaded and back-loaded. The linebackers, so-so against the run, horrible against the pass. I say that because Michael Carter is back. I hope he's fully back because we're expecting a lot from a kid who was on the practice squad. He's been great. But, you know, with Robinson being whatever he is, Michael Carter needs to be a big factor in this game, along with Bam Knight. And then the tight ends for the Jets. Listen, every time I see a tight end for the Jets catch a pass, they either tackled immediately 
or tackled immediately and fumbled the ball. Can uh, Uzama and Conklin become a big part of this game as well as Elijah Moore? That's the way you're going to win this game because the weather conditions are going to be poor, bro. And yeah. this is going to be require Mike White to get the ball out of his hands quickly and people to do something with it. I, I could care less about somebody who's not on the field. We need to win this game. You got five games left. You need to get four out of those five games to kind of ensure that you get a playoff spot. I mean, Jesus Christ. Oh, my, this poor kid. <laughs> like, he don't even want to win the game anymore, man. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, that yeah. in the game. Yeah, and, and Boone, thanks for the phone call. Uh, yeah, I, it does kind of seem like that with some of the fans. Like, where do you think the allegiance lies? To the second overall pick or to the team making the playoffs? You've not made the playoffs in forever. I think only the Sacramento kids, in all the four, I, mean, I shouldn't say hockey, I don't know hockey, three of the major sports, baseball, basketball, football, I think only the Sacramento Kings have gone longer than not making the playoffs than the Jets have. Think about that. That's a long time. And and the second team right now is the Broncos. Their streak is half of what, I think their, their streak is six years and the Jets is like 11. So... The Jets, have, they've made their decision on what's more important, developing the quarterback or winning games right now and making the playoffs. That is not up for debate anymore. The moment you said you were going to Mike White to, to, to face the, the Chicago Bears, they made it clear. They are looking to win games. They are looking to go to the playoffs this year. They have an obligation to the guys on the team, not just the guy who was the second overall pick. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. This time, I really mean it. Coming up, we talk Giants along with the Jets. Only here, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. A lot of the people who are telling me, oh, you got to give Zach more time. You got to give him more time, more time, more time. They were this, a lot of the same people, I'm, be- I'm guessing, that were saying, you know what, Sam Darnold, you got to give him more time. You got to give him more time. You got to give him more time. And here, another thing, I'm a Dolphin fan. There would be nothing I would enjoy more than seeing the Jets fail. I think I sometimes hate the Jets more than I like my own team because I, 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 I sometimes hate my team as much as I like my team because they just torture me time and time again. So I'm a Dolphin fan. I would love nothing more than to put Zach Wilson back. I'm going to face you the last week of the regular season. Please put Zach Wilson back in there for that game. Please. I'm begging you. But I have to, it's a very difficult uh, task that I have here. I have to take off my Dolphin allegiance that I've had since, you know, 1982 and, and try to be fair. And if I were to put myself in the shoes of a Jet fan, and if I were a Jet fan, there'd be no way that I'd be saying, you know what, we got to have more patience with Zach. No, no, I want to make the playoffs right now. There's only one team in, in the big four sports that has gone longer than the Jets missing the playoffs, and that is the Sacramento Kings. There is no category of any sports trivia where you want to be lumped in with the Sacramento Kings. We even went and looked at the hockey. The Sabres have gone just as long as the Jets. So there's only one team in all of the sports, and it's the Kings. That's not the company you want to keep. All right, uh, some, some giant stuff. Giants-Eagles uh, tomorrow. Uh, 
again, it's almost impossible for me to figure out a way that the Giants are going to be the, – the way the Giants beat the Eagles is clearly, I think, that the Eagles almost have to beat themselves. Much like that Washington game where the Eagles just continually shot themselves in the foot and, the, and, the, and Washington played a, a better-than-average game and were able to take advantage of the mistakes, it's just very hard for me to envision how that's going to happen when the Giants, it feels like their luck has kind of run out a little bit and, and reality is starting to sink in. And now you have this, uh, this question with Saquon Barkley of whether or not he's even going to play. It seems like he's going to be a game-time decision. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I, a couple of weeks ago, well, I guess it's more than that now, I had a lot of people, oh, see, what, what do you say about Saquon Barkley now? What do you say about running backs now? You got to make sure you sign this guy long-term. Seriously, here's a contract year where he was having an excellent season. And what has happened? He's kind of worn down. He had the shoulder injury. I don't know if that's what it was or just teams more focusing on him. I don't think that there's any way any NFL team can sink serious resources into that position. That's why it was a mistake to take him with the second pick when it was because you knew Five years down the road, the best move generally with running backs is to move on from the running back. You don't sink money into that position. Now, I hope that he's able to play tomorrow. I hope it's a competitive game. I hope that if you're looking for ways for the Giants, the path to victory against the Eagles, you'd have to think Saquon not only plays, but has to play really, really well. But it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out teams are going to focus on him because he, in terms, list the Giants playmakers, Saquon. That's the list. That's the list. And you just take away the way the Eagles, in the last five years, the way the Eagles have kind of remade their team, different coach, different quarterback, and they won a Super Bowl five years ago. They're among the favorites this year to win a Super Bowl. And the way the Giants have have spent the last five years, and and this year, who knows, maybe they do make the playoffs. I hope they do, but it's it's starting to feel, it's all going to come down to next week. I mean, there's, there's no way about it. You could lose this game by 100 points. It's all going to come down to whether or not uh, you can beat Washington. Uh, and not, not only not lose, <laughs> actually beat them. Can you get a win there? Because if you get a win there, you would think you will be able to beat the Colts. It's, it's hard to find another win. And, um, but next week is, is the game. This week, you, you do what you can. You hope you can hang with them. And maybe the Eagles... But, you know, the Eagles kind of have to win this game because Dallas all of a sudden is, is not that far away, and, and Dallas certainly looks like a team that could be a Super Bowl contender. So for the Eagles to be having this amazing season heading to Week 14, Week 14 is where it starts to happen, and the storylines really start to emerge of which teams. You know, the team that wins the Super Bowl this year, whatever team it is, it will not be a shock if you look back to this week, and this is where they start to get rolling and getting on, you know, getting a hot streak, and the teams that are in the Super Bowl, the team that wins the Super Bowl, certainly uh, that could be the case. All right, coming up, 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, but it is 5 o'clock. It has been a couple of weeks, but the same staple remains. We have Joe, we have Julian, and we have what I learned this week on TikTok next, only here on Gordon Damer, The Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York.